Welcome to The Solution, a real estate podcast. This is where Phil Sexton, Jeff Seabach, we interview special guests that are leaders in our industry about consumer trends, ways that they're putting the consumer first. And we bring sometimes agents in, sometimes industry famous people, sometimes Broker owners. I, I think she's industry famous almost. Well, dude, oh she was goodness. she was on a stage at Inman. I was. Yes, stage at Inman. Okay. Good she deal. also handled the first blockchain transaction oh, in Arizona. Yeah, she's the queen of blockchain. Let's just go. The with second. Oh, no. Did you know? Was it a woman that did the first one in the U.S.? You? Yes. Well, no, it was the state of Vermont. Was it a woman or a man? I I'm not. I think it was a man. Okay, so the yeah. first woman yeah. blockchain yeah. transaction. Yeah. That I wrote here. Sarah Richardson, welcome to the Woo. house. Welcome to the house. Thank you. Welcome to The Solution, a real estate podcast hosted by Jeff Seabach and Phil Sexton. It's time to put the consumer first in real estate. Our podcast offers state-of-the-art internet tactics and lead conversion methods. We teach you how to become a better realtor and a more valued resource that your sphere will want to use. Uh, broker owner? Are you the broker? I am the founder and the designated broker. Yeah. All right. Uh, founder. True Realty. True Realty. Yes. True Realty is an Arizona brokerage. You're yes. in Flagstaff. You're in Prescott. You're in Tucson. You're mm-hmm. in the Valley. Yep. Primarily the Valley. Though. Primarily yep. in the Valley. You yep. got 115 agents. Correct. And last year, your vo- your volume was 247 million. 47 million. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's well including done. our off market. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, actually, the stat. I didn't write this stat down, but the one that I like the most is that you have a brokerage of. Three people? How many employees do you have? Three full-time employees. Three full-time employees yeah. to handle that much. And that yeah, is and she just makes us feel very inefficient because we have nine employees. You have a office. <laughs> yeah. Office. yeah. But it's yeah. well laid out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so oh, this is Sarah you. Richardson. Right. She's a ball buster, and she is our guest on episode 97. So thank you for being here. Yes. No. Bang! Yeah. That's awesome. I got some more stats. You're actually the Cindy Reddy Award winner. I was last year. Last year, which is mm-hmm. top women in real estate. Yes. Is that a national award or is that Arizona award? I think that's an Arizona. Arizona, mm-hmm. nicely done. Women's you... Council of Realtors, Scottsdale Chapter. Right. Oh. Mm-hmm. And you are a graduate of the ASU. Yes. Were yeah. you... ASU. You know what I'm talking about. Arizona State. Don't yep. fear the fork. Yeah. Don't fear My the fork. My daughter's going there. Yeah, good. Next year. Yeah. You came here from Wisconsin in mm-hmm. 1996. Yes. You got, the, you, you got into commercial real estate, and now your brokerage does commercial. You do wholesaling. You do residential. You do everything but property management. Correct. All right, cool. I know. You nailed it, Phil. I, well, Sarah, I just got to give... He's personal, working on his intros. The, the, <laughs> the personal story is... Um, so there I was. It was at an Inman conference. It was either a year or four ago. I don't remember. And I think it was either one or four in the morning. And we were still out and about. And I think you might have been leading the charge. Yes, and that's we were when in I knew. a bar in San Francisco. That's when I knew. Yeah. That four in I the morning? I mean, what time? Maybe Whatever two. time it was. Well, that's when we Maybe finished. Two. When we met you, <laughs> yeah. it was a little like past midnight, but not quite the four. But yeah. not wrapping up. Like, no. Continuing uh-uh. the charge. No, 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 no. no, no. Fresh I am cocktails. I'm to be the last man standing. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Well done. Is that a, a badge that you wear? No, it's self-proclaimed. Self. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. We've got oh. self-proclaimed badges. <laughs> There's a couple of people that can attest besides you that that is true. I believe mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I believe it. So thanks for coming in today. Thanks we for appreciate having it. Me. Yes, it's been fun to get to know you, Jeff. Let's let. Why don't you start off with the questions for some? Okay. Well, because I mean, there's you know, 
nothing better, I think, in you know the world we have today, the amount of opinions in which way the world is going to go, right? Because it's hard because we have the old guard, which is the traditional brokerages, because mm-hmm. you're a new founded brokerage. What is your brokerage? 2010. Founded? 2010, right? So you, I can't say that you're technically old guard, right? You don't look old and your guard's not Thankfully. old. Right, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but the opinions out there of what is going to happen, right? Like, because we went to a Zillow convention or seminar or something or conference or whatever, and they talked about the amount of technology that's being invested, money and companies, there's 140 plus companies that are coming out with technology solutions, but everybody's trying to figure out what is going to be the whiz-bang technology. So I was reading notes from Stefan Swapple's T3 Summit and of course, you went there. Yes, I yes did. right. It was awesome. Like talk about that was like two weeks leaders. ago. Wasn't yeah, it? Just yeah, recently. beginning of May. So I thought yeah. it would be cool if we could have a little bit of a discussion. Sure. Because I was, what it was is anyone that goes on, you know, I was reading the executive notes from it, but you were actually there and you were kind of reviewing those with Phil. I don't know. Who do we want to start with? Do we want to? Well, I thought that your take on Rich Barton, who is now he just came back in to be the CEO mm-hmm. of Zillow. Yep. That he was. I don't know. Well, he was incredibly dynamic. He knows tech. He knows his industry better than most. Um, I think they probably should have ended with Stefan. I think Stefan should have ended with Rich just because he was so dynamic and everybody was just glued to his every word. But um, he wasn't very transparent about what Zillow is going to do. I think maybe you have some better assumptions because you guys work in the program with him. But I think uh, one big major takeaway from him was that they're here to stay with the iBuying program. They are in startup mode, and they are really kind of reinventing themselves in a lot of ways. And the Iyer Buyer program, he candidly admitted, is not really his um, profitable portion of Zillow, but it's just a way that they can get directly, as you guys always say, directly to the consumer. But um, he was very frank on saying, you know, we're trying to create a startup mentality within our culture because of all the changes that we're doing internally with the corporation. I mean, I thought it was interesting because Stefan put out a quote inside his thing that said, and it's where I'm at on, on the fence of judging and who's going to be right and who's going to be wrong, is that Harvard Business Review says that only 50, all the leaders 95%. know. 95%. All, everybody knows that we're on the precipice of change, mm-hmm. but there's only going to be 15%, 90, what was the quote? <laughs> Sorry to throw you off. 95% of leaders are um, predicting where this is going to go, right? Right. And 15% of them are going to be correct. Right. Similar to Jim Keyes, the CEO of Blockbuster, mm-hmm. who I heard him on a, a show in 2010, after they took, after he railroaded a company from three billion dollars to zero, he's like, Overnight. "We knew, we knew <laughs> where it was going. We just couldn't figure it out." Right? Like he's like, "We knew the technology. We had it. We had it all planned or whatever." And they, but they still failed, mm-hmm. right? Meaning that 95 percent of the leaders know that it's going on and they have to change. But Harvard Business Review says that only 50 of them will have the knowledge and the ability to execute on the proper way to navigate through this. And that's where we're at. And so you think that, I mean, are you saying that Ridge Barton is the 15% in that room? Yeah, if there were seven speakers, I would say if I was going to put all my money on one, because 
in business, the key to winning is, as Rich said on stage, is to put the throttle down on the winner, on, on, on the one that's leading. He said, when you find something that works, it's, it's go all in on what works. Yeah. And that I think that I would put my money on Rich Barton and Zillow. Because to me, they're just, it, they're the puppet master. Because they're saying um, they're in control of the consumer already. Right? Like they're, t- they're asking agents to do customer satisfaction. Meanwhile, everybody else at the conference is talking about how we're going to serve agents and how we're going to do all this. Well, I want to. I don't want to know your. So oh. you read the executive summary from the conference. But no, but it's just my thoughts in general before I even got there. And he just Fair to enough. me when so you're saying like, when she was there at the conference, I just want to make sure that we're getting her take. Like what you obviously see the passion that comes out of yes. Mr. Seymour. <laughs> yeah, right, of there is fire. And you're always. heavily invested in Zillow, which you should be. We are. I don't own any stock. I'm talking That's about true. Those with That's the true. Yes, we are. Um, Friends with them. Mm-hmm. Yes, we well, we work together with them. Look yeah. at look at this. We are proud to say that yeah. we have changed our mouse pads to be <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah. All right. So then, my peripheral so, right. so, yeah. so, so do you buy Zillow leads? We do. We have a Zillow program, a small okay, one. Okay, so she I want to know your take though on it when you saw all seven of those presenters. Like yes. where where is this industry going based on being there and seeing it? They all have different takes. Mm-hmm. Um, but almost every single one of them did say that they were in startup mode, figuring out what they can do to improve the client and the customer experience. Um, Gary Keller was incredibly animated uh, about how whoever can figure out to create or create some kind of vertical platform to communicate and change the way a consumer can search for properties is going to be the winner. Yeah, he um, said that because he's a salesman and he knows and what the answer is. A tech is. company as of two years ago. Oh. Right, so, but he said it was all about search. Is that what? It's about the way a customer will search. If you can, like, when you go into Amazon app, they already know what you want to see based on the experiences that you've given them as you're searching for certain products. Well, they think whoever can go onto a various platform that's created and say, okay, we know that you like. Um, riding your bike. We know that you want a heavy walk score. We know that you want to be able to walk to Sprouts or we know that you need to be close to your kid's school. It's going to cater properties automatically through the algorithm to be able to see what may fit what they're looking for. Whoever can create a product like that, Gary Keller and a couple of the others think that that's going to be the winner and the leader. Wow. Do they think that... I know what he came out and said that that they were doing that except for Gary Keller, by the way. Fair enough. And I don't know. It's always... I'm always leery of what people say from stage on whether they're giving you the truth or if they're giving you the distraction what, over here so yeah, that you're not focused on... what they think you want to hear. What they think, think you want to hear... Which I think a lot of what Robert Refkin was doing, we talked about that earlier. Was the distraction Yeah, the over squirrel. Here. Look the, at me over yeah, here. Yeah, look at this hand so you don't see what this hand is doing. Yeah. So what was he presenting as the... What was his presentation so about? So Robert has very interesting perspective. He thinks that brokers need to collaborate and team together to give a better client experience. Which I thought was. But how did you in, how did you interpret that? Because I think that is what he is doing. Well, he's acquiring brokerages. Right. That's what. So he's. That's what he. I think he's saying is that we're learning because we're bringing. So why didn't all he the, say we should all consolidate? No. Well, no. What he's saying is because you'll turn him off as a broker owner. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and hell no. No, right? I think that he's what he's saying because this is what I felt when we met with them was that they were trying to learn real estate from the people doing the real estate to try and build a brokerage to serve that audience. 
So I think he's doing that. I mean, I compared it to a Batman movie is what they're doing, is that I think that they, they want to give away some clues. You mm-hmm. just don't know which piece they're talking about is the one that they're actually doing, because they talk about different things, but there's usually one or two in there is exactly what they're doing. Yeah. And to me, that... you got to bring that back to Batman. Well, like when the Joker starts out in the beginning and they show him as a childhood and that he gets, or uh, the guy gets bit by a spider. I okay, never mind. I, mean, I didn't mean to bring I, that I, back. I, 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 I'm just saying that they, they leave clues. Like, how does Batman find him? It's because they leave clues. They put, like, hands on the wall and stuff. Yes, right? Like, there's yes. clues in what mm-hmm. they're saying. I don't think they give it all away, but they do give the main theme because. It's all about the pieces. I mean, we, for, for God's sakes, we all sell houses. Dude. It's not like it's it, but it's how and what you do in the trenches what matters in how you execute versus so the vision. Other, other than Barton being a dynamic, excellent public speaker, mm-hmm. which is what it sounds like he, he is. He just presents amazing. Did a great yeah. great job. It helps when you're brilliant. Was there yeah. <laughs> was there other? Did anybody else talk about who the current front runner is? No. I think they all think they're the front runner. I think um, everyone's quite uh, nervous about EXP just because of how they, because of the massive growth in such a short amount of time. Um, so I do think that that's was a concern. relevant. It was, it was. I can, you can tell that they all talk about EXP in a certain way because of their massive. I mean, other people, it's taken them decades to get to that. So I think that that's definitely. Um, they're nervous on the leadership. Well, level. I think that it's going to yeah. be the whole I, new business. I think Glenn won. Glenn won an award. He did. What did he? Do you yeah. remember which one was it? Most innovative broker. No, that yeah. was at Inman last year. But oh, he, won he won an, an award, award at T three. He yeah. did win an award. I yeah, forget like what it was. Yeah, like a vision award or yeah. something like that. I think it was just really because of his growth. <clears throat> Obviously, mm-hmm. he hit something that. And I was able to get a little bit of time with him. Very dynamic. Very nice. Gentle, calm human being. Very cool. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you told him you were going to go under us. I did. We don't need to start rumors here on this. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm kidding. No, but I think that um, I think just like all the business, like because Redfin's buying houses, and I think Realogy's buying houses, and everybody that I think that others are going to copy the model. But they all said on stage that iBuying is not where the money is. It's an incredibly skinny margin <clears throat> business, and they're just doing it to go direct to the consumer. They're, but exactly. it's not going to be their core business. But it's a lead gen. Okay, but yeah. it's just but lead I mean, gen. But to me, yeah. this is Zillow since 2007. What are they after? Leads. Seller leads. That's what everybody's after. Right, because the thing is, is... How many seller leads did you get from Zillow last month? I can't say that. Okay. Because <laughs> it doesn't. It's not like they're abundant. Oh that, no! No! Oh no! You're no! Right. Actually, I, you're right. Well, I don't. You're right. My point is. <laughs> oh, I'm sure yeah. you're yes. right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think that you're um, not appreciating the scale of what they have. Their reach is why I mean we're fans of them. Mm-hmm. That what it reach. was. It was based on. I've been on 1,200 listing appointments over the last seven years. Every single person when I asked them. If they knew what their estimate was or if they've been to Zillow, the answer was yes. yes. Oh, it's the elephant in the room. If you're not talking about them, you're doing your client a disservice. And that's why he said, Rich Rich said, right, I'm the elephant can dance. He is the elephant in the room. They Mm -hmm. know, that's what I'm saying. He's like, yeah. 
Um, one thing I thought was really interesting, I mean, I watch Realogy stock, and I just kind of see what they're doing, and they, we were going over this earlier today. Realogy, for those that don't know, Century 21, Cobalt Banker, Sotheby's, Sotheby's. NRT. <laughs> NRT. Um, yeah. So their, their stock is going down. But um, what was the gentleman's name? Because it was Ron. maybe it was eighteen. John Payton. John Payton is the John CEO. Payton, yeah, yeah, John Payton is the CEO of the franchising of group. But he uh, he was saying LinkedIn. how profitable they are, and so I found it interesting when your stock is going down, how how he is saying and claiming how absolutely profitable well, Realogy is. You're always going to pick out the thing that you're that is your best suit. But if you're that he's not going to. Why wouldn't you be investing? Because he's in not. Because they're not. Because there's two things in real estate that that make stock go up. Let's hear it. Agent count, mm -hmm. revenue growth, not, I mean, to me, that's the, people. But they're publicly held, so they obviously have to report. It's like the newspaper. It makes money. Real mm -hmm. G's like, to me, like the newspaper. It's like, so is P Peltier, or who was it, Home Services, John Peltier? Yes. Yeah. He, what, did he spoke there? Mm -hmm. They're the large. And he went right after Rich. Which was like night oh, and day. Oh, bummer. He right, was bummed. Night and day. You don't want to oh, follow he, oh, the most he, dynamic oh, guy in the room. Oh, you mean he, oh, I thought you meant he went after Rich, which would have been very exciting. Right he after went Rich. after Rich. No, That's no, exactly I meant I he went after him with his speech, meaning oh, attacked. to attack him. Because oh. Gary is... Oh, no attack. Gary, to me, Gary... The Red Book guy. Keller is, to me, his statement is clearly attacking Zillow, right? Because he said he's going after search. Zillow or EXP or <coughs> Zillow. everybody? No, no, no. I think no. everybody. Everybody. He's becoming everybody. a tech company. Yeah. Well, I mean, to me, that's just a, a, a laugher, right? Like, I'm a 30-year-old or 30-year real estate veteran, and now I'm going to run a, I'm going to be a tech company. I mean, to me, they're chasing. hire somebody he's else to chasing. do that for you. He's chasing, right? Like, I, to me, search has already been won. The you fact that you're trying to... Chase. Well, I think that the lifestyle search is what you kind of described, mm -hmm. that we've heard that a lot. Maybe it's just been so poorly executed that it's well, still Zillow a buzzword. Zillow hasn't done it. Redfin hasn't done it. Nobody's done it yet where they're creating a, uh, a critiqued client experience or a, a consumer will go onto a platform and be able to have yeah. properties chosen for them based Dude, on their be behavior. Based on their behavior? Based on their behavior? Based on... Like, um, Based. Public record, like you could probably look at their IP address and look at all the things that they've been searching right. on and come to a conclusion I know. about what property may fit their needs. Yes, about what things That's that huge. they've bought at Target last week, where no. now you can present them with different properties. But there's, there's not many predictive analytics that has proven to be successful in our industry on a massive scale. Yeah, the walk score, I think, was the first somewhat successful, but not too many people are using that. Do you guys look at walk score? You, you know, what was funny yeah. is I was at a, I was at an open house in D.C. Ranch, houses. and I pulled up the walk score, and the people were like, what's that? Yeah. Whereas well, Zillow... Ranch, it doesn't apply, but in Coronado... D.C. Ranch, huge. it absolutely applies. Market Street's there, right? Like, I think that in 85254, if you're away, like, you, there's mile-long blocks of houses after houses. Like, you gotta have... True, I guess. Four walk scores there. Market streets there. Yeah, right. DC Ranch is pretty big. That's okay, true. so what? What was? Let, give us some va give us yes. some valuable takeaways then that you what what, what you what you valuable learned. takeaways. Oh, yeah. Everybody has a different perspective. Everyone is investing in tech. Everyone is in startup mode, and there is no clear path to which is going to be the viable solution. Everybody has their opinion, just like you said when we started this podcast. But there, I didn't have a takeaway with like that is going to be the solution. Well, but I think that's that the beauty of our <clears throat> of our industry. Everybody has a different take on what could work and what couldn't work, and so I think there may be a few solutions 
that may rise and the consumer will well, like it. I mean, how does it I think change? it's going to be like one Amazon. How does it change? Did, did um, the vision or the direction or the daily execution of true realty change after you went to that? Nothing has changed. I mean, we're, do, I'm, we're doing some investing in tech that I can't dis- disclose at this time. Yeah, like what? I mean, yeah, right. <laughs> but I mean, it's definitely on changing the friction. It's about it decreasing the friction of a real estate transaction. Those are some of the things that interest me. Well, I'd love to hear over, you say that because I think that, I, that Rich talked about that as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm... Who's, wait a minute. Who's friction? The Everyone. The everyone. vendor, the broker, the the seller, the buyer, everyone. I think that people are too focused on the agent side of the friction. Now, obviously, that needs improvement and will need improvement. Meaning that because I, I mean, skies. People are are stuck on the seller friction more than agents. I think the but who's coming out with a solution for it? For the seller friction. Oh, well, that's what uh, Open Door is. That's what Instant Offers is, right? That's coming up with a solution I just for me- seller I friction. just meant that that's, there, there needs to be something different than I buying that's going to serve seller friction. And I agree friction. with that because Got I it. really think that wholesaling traditionally in a healthy market is like 12 to 15% of a marketplace. Yes, as we approach an on-demand society, I think that will increase, but it's never going to be 50%. I think that was another big takeaway at T3 was they're like, how big is this Is this eye-buying thing going to get? Not one of those leaders thought it was ever going to get over 20% of the market. I mean, right. I, so it's still and a so your technology amount. that you're investing in isn't about that 20%, it's about the 80%. We already have the iBuying program. We've been buying homes cash for 10 years. So yes, we have on our website being created, we will buy your house cash and we'll make our sellers a cash offer. But I think there's going to be more about improving the process for everybody, shrinking an escrow, becoming more of an advisor, and that's going to change the role of the agent. And that was another big takeaway at the T3 is how the role of the agent is going to evolve. When I mean now we're, I'm on the we edge. Hold on, I'm, on the, I'm on the edge of my chair, yeah. right? When are you going to start to talk about what you guys are doing? Um, I can't say because I have I need more answers. Yeah, I can it's always talk. exciting. Mm-hmm. It's always exciting for me to talk about. I mean, I don't know. We've been working on. Uh, what's the big word, Jeff? Cheap. That we love, dude. No development. Hold on, hold on. Stratification. We are working on stratification. Is that the little things that you used to use with pens and they used to go around in circles and make really cool designs? Maybe. No, but I love that game. Yeah, that what was, was cool. That? No, yeah. but it's not that. Uh, okay. It's um, it's stratification. Um, trying to figure out how to. <laughs> what have, was I that? I gotta look that up. How to have a different levels of realtors? Mm-hmm. Like, how can the public know if this realtor is a better choice for them than that realtor? Easily. What, well, what, here's a big piece of the friction, right? What do they do? Agent branding? They, they interview, mm-hmm. right? They go yeah. and they interview like six, ten different people to figure out which one they want to go with. And all of those people put their best sales pitch forward, right? right? Where is the ability for the consumer to go verify whether their sales pitch is accurate or not? Well, that's interesting because I really think as, you know, as a brokerage, we talk about this in our Monday meeting is how are you going to, what are your key differentiators and how are you going to make that part of your personal brand so people can connect with you and decide right away if you're the perfect fit. But that's USP. You're talking about with them as USP. What is your Mm -hmm. unique selling proposition? Of course. And that's something we work on as well, but that's that's not what we're saying. We're saying that, um, and it's it's what makes real estate hard is because we're always focused on how do we win? Yeah. Versus how I think the winner in this is 
helping the consumer win and not being, because USP is focused completely on your own paycheck. And that the solution is, and why Zillow's winning, is because they're working on how do I make it easier for the consumer to tell the difference between agents. I think it's all about the client experience. And an agent, if they can find out what your USP is, Ahead of time, I think they're probably going to be more vested mentally in that their their experience with you. So I think it does play into a factor. Oh, when it's definitely a factor. I mean, it's all a factor. I'm I, to me, it's uh, as Stefan said in the intro of his document. We got to figure out what's after next. What's after next? Mm-hmm. Right? Like like what is the what's after? What happens next? What a, what's after what happens next? There you go. <laughs> I, say, I say it so well. I'm just an interpreter. I'm just an interpreter. Your chair? <laughs> I'm trying. No, 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 no. Yeah. Um, all right, so there is actually one thing that we talk about because I remember, when was, when did we come to Sarah's office? When we first got invited to the ping pong table tournament that we oh, haven't did, participated yeah. in. There was a you ping need pong to play table in the ping pong tournament. We've got the no, Stanley Cup, everything. Yeah, you guys, annual. you win it That's year, a Wisco don't thing. Don't you win? I, no, your husband no. wins it. My husband wins it every year, but this yeah. year he actually got beat. Oh, yeah, so by we have, an agent? By or one of an our ex-agent. Iraqi agents. Oh. He's excellent. Well, nice. he beat yeah. your husband, right? Yeah, he like, beat it. Yeah, my husband like rips the butt of his jeans. He plays ping pong so hard. Yes. Yeah, he's very... So when we got there, when we got to your office, we parked. You remember the parking spot that we pulled up in, Mr. Seabuck? True realty clients only. Oh. Right? Are you going to make fun of her right here on stage? No. I'm okay. not making fun of her. I don't think I'm not I making actually fun take of this her. as a compliment. Yes. And so we have used that example when we're talking to, to <laughs> guests on our podcast. And we're talking about things that we're doing to put the consumer first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're laughing and you're <laughs> laughing. But seriously, we talk about how the client experience is different depending on who you're talking to. Like mm-hmm. the, the concessions versus the better you know baseball the analogy? players. No. It's like, um, you ever go to the movies? Sure. Right? So what have they done to improve the experience of the movie? Uh, Better food. Better seating. Right, they serve alcohol. Right, right, right. And now comfy blankets. Right. So we say that realtors are, and we usually do a baseball analogy, but realtors are always trying to improve what happens before and after the transaction and all the services around it versus... Um, does the, are, are you, uh, do you like the love story movies or? I like everything. Okay. Avengers? So, so Avengers? did you ever hear of the mm-hmm. movie called The Notebook? Oh yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> so to me, if was, they, if, if. Tear jerker. Was yeah, that Wisconsin t- that just came out right there? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We're back. We used to make fun of, because we used to sell homes to people that like, moved from out of town. Yeah, yeah. We're from Minnesota. Because they would call and they'd be like, we're back, Marge. We're coming over for a cocktail at five. <laughs> we were talking about the notebook. Anyway, okay, the notebook. It's because the notebook was one of the better romantic movies of all time, they say. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, my wife has watched that many, 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 many Same. times. Right? Like, that made that lead actress, like, her career. Right? Like, it really... I mean, she was good. But that movie... If there was no uh, cushy seats, if it was served on 
the sand, we'll say the sand, not the not not the grass, because it was they, they melted sand making glass in the movie. You didn't know that. Wait right? a minute. Yeah. But if, but if they served on a beach and there was no beer, you had to bring your own beer, you'd still watch the movie because the movie's that great. When yeah. we talk about the experiences, that realtors are never focused on what they do themselves to do a better job for the client, not a parking spot, and then you still have to do those things. Of course. But the, all that stuff's the the experience stuff where it's actually, you know, I don't know, customer service, but it's it's the actual performance of the realtor in getting the most amount of money for a house when they're selling it, or selling it faster, or for least convenience, or on the buy side, it's identifying the best house versus trying to sell somebody a house. Yeah. Right? Like, it, those things is like, so... And so me, we use the parking spot that we parked in when we came to visit you in your office as the example of that's the experience those are the concessions in the first 96 episodes don't worry about those as opposed (laughs) as opposed to the proprietary curriculum that you have when you're teaching new agents (laughs) how to be a better agent all of our brand new agents go through that curriculum if they can't go through it they can't hang their license then they're gone yeah Nice. Yeah. I love. They can't, they can't work. I them. actually, it was funny because we were competing for an agent, and I'm like, we can't compete with Sarah. She's way better than us, right? So. But thankfully, she was friends with your wife, so you got her. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Relationships yeah. always win. <laughs> oh, that's... it helps. Yeah. Mm. But I was like, she's like, she scared you a little. Wait a minute. She scared you a little. She well, no, she intimidated me. She's like, her, 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 her sorry, training program's way better than yours, and I'm like. I know. Because it's, pro- <laughs> it's proprietary. Uh, yes. Yeah, it's yes. proprietary. It is. But yeah. it, it, it's three weeks long. It's like a fire hose. I mean, the agents go through it. It's Monday, Wednesday, Friday for almost three weeks long. And they... How many hours this, a day? Uh, three hours a day. And we tr- we started in the beginning trying to do Who the nine-day crash the classes? Course. You? Asher Cohen. Our Asher Cohen. Yeah, I do a small sales. portion as okay. the broker. I'll do the contract writing portion, but Asher does. Do you do them in more. sections then? Do you do it like mm-hmm. once every quarter? It we do one a month. month. We do one class a month. Oh, we one class a month. three and ten agents in the class per month. Oh, wow. And the curriculum. Hold on, hold on. You do one, you start over once mm-hmm. a month. And then if they want to retake the So they got to go through the whole series. They have to go through the whole series. If they can't, it's like Russell Shaw. If you miss one, you can show up just on that Thursday to take a class. Absolutely not. What? No, they have to go through it. And if not, they they start the next month. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. And so we don't want people starting in the middle because they'll disrupt what's going on. I meant if they they took all 12 classes, is it 12? Yeah. And then they want to retake one. They can they can't show they up can for a class. They can retake after they've completed. After the whole they complete, thing. yeah, yeah. No, that's yes. what I meant. I meant the yeah. like, refresher. Oh, they get your yeah, refresher. Yeah. Like it was so good, but while he when Asher said, like you know how like when you're talking about something and somebody says something that it makes your mind spin about something else, and then you miss everything else they were talking about. It's called squirreling, Jeff. Are you describing oh, every conversation yeah. that you have with people? <laughs> yeah, that's called squirreling. <laughs> This is water. That's the podcast. Thank you for listening. Now more than ever, it is important to put the consumer first. Check us out on all major streaming platforms like SoundCloud, iTunes, Player FM, Google Play, and Stitcher. Information about one-on-one coaching or solution events, text 480-530-7972.